welcome to the Equine Veterinary Journal Podcasts on the Hoof. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's On the Hoof podcast, in which we aim to summarise a selection of accepted early view articles that are awaiting print. Today, we focus on a paper accepted in July 2019 by Chris Baldwin, Matt Smith and Ian Wright of the Newmarket Equine Hospital. They collaborated with epidemiologist Sarah Allen at the Royal Veterinary College to produce a paper characterising how radiographic and arthroscopic features of third carpal bone slab fractures impact future race performance in UK-based thoroughbreds. As anyone involved in racehorse veterinary practice will know, acute or fatigue-based fractures of the third carpal bone are a common cause of lameness in thoroughbred racehorses. These fractures present in a variety of different ways. It can be complete, incomplete, simple, comminuted or complex. Interestingly, despite the epidemiological importance of the condition in the racing industry, little objective data exists detailing the appearance of these fractures. Furthermore, no literature exists on how arthroscopic repair impacts future racing performance in the UK. In the paper, the authors therefore aim to address this gap in the literature. They describe the types of slab fracture diagnosed both radiographically and arthroscopically in a population of horses admitted to the NEH between 2006 and 2015. They then follow up their cases to assess the success rates of arthroscopic repair, aiming to give trainers, owners and referring veterinary surgeons a better idea of prognosis following initial diagnosis. 68 horses with 71 fractures were included in their study, and each horse's epidemiology and radiological fracture configuration looked at by the same clinician. Fractures were repaired by the gold standard technique of arthroscopic guided internal lag screw fixation. Intraoperative lesions, including those of the cartilage, were noted down and surgical videos reviewed. Subsequent race records, specifically the number of starts, wins and places made before and after injury and the date of the first start post-surgery, were then examined. The average performance was calculated by giving a point-based system to characterise performance, i.e. three points for a win, two for a place and one for a start, and dividing that by the number of starts made in the time period of interest. Statistical tests were then used to assess whether any correlation could be found between any of these factors and race performance. With regards to epidemiology, the vast majority of fractures occurred in male two to three year old flat racehorses, and almost a third of fractures occurred in an unraced population. Interestingly, the authors observed that the left forelimb is most commonly affected in the UK population. This contrasts to North American studies where the right forelimb is placed consistently on the outside of the bend due to the counterclockwise direction of racing. UK thoroughbreds run in a mixed direction with longer straights. However, the true significance and impact of this and training is still unclear. Radiographically, most third carpal bone slab fractures were complete and involved the radial facet, which agrees with the current literature and is likely associated with greater impact forces and remodelling to this area during forced carpal extension. This supports the current hypothesis that increased radio opacity in this area during training can precede fracture formation. 
The authors also observed that frontal fractures were more common than sagittal. However, many of the latter are not referred for surgery due to their improved stability and improved prognosis with conservative management. Displacement was common and always associated with complete frontal plane fractures. However, the majority were fully or partially reduced by a carpal flexion of around 70 degrees. This illustrates the importance of this view for surgical planning. Importantly, radiography appeared to be poor at picking up subtle osteochondral fracture communition compared to arthroscopy. In fact, the authors found that 38% of joints that appeared simple and uncommunicated on radiographs actually had communition under arthroscopy, hence reinforcing its importance. Frontal plane radial facet fractures were found to be the most likely fracture configuration to be communicated. Postoperatively, arthroscopic repair appeared to get the majority, 63%, of horses with third carpal slab fractures back to race again. Interestingly, females were significantly less likely to race again, likely due to economics, as were those that had sustained the injury in training prior to racing. Median time to first race was 295 days, i.e. approximately 10 months. However, there definitely appeared to be a slight but significant reduction in the number of wins and places accumulated by these horses afterwards. No information was provided as to whether these starts or places were enlisted or graded races. The authors sadly had too little data to compare types of slab fracture with a return to racing, so only included those suffering unilateral slab fractures when making this conclusion. To conclude, the authors have addressed an important gap in the literature with regards to the performance of ray horses after arthroscopic repair of third carpal bone slab fractures. It is important to note when discussing outcomes with trainers that, whilst horses are likely to race again, their overall performance will be reduced. The study also supports the current knowledge that fractures in a frontal pain are most likely to be commutated and shows that arthroscopic guidance is essential in the surgical approach to prevent subtle osteochondral defects from being overlooked. Many thanks for listening to this edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's On The Hoof podcast and we look forward to welcoming you back next month when we will review another of the paper's early access articles. Thank you for listening to this Equine Veterinary Journal podcast. More on the subjects discussed can be found online at wileyonlinelibrary.com forward slash journal forward slash EVJ.